Hi, everyone. I hope you've had a wonderful week. This week's Calming Facts episode is all about lightning, powerful bursts of electricity lighting up our skies, which are followed by awesome booms of thunder. And keep an eye out for more Calming Facts news soon. I'm going to be announcing some exciting stuff in the very near future. Now, lightning is caused by an unbalanced electric charge. The movement of rain and ice inside a thundercloud creates electrical imbalances with negative charges normally forming at the bottom of clouds and the positive charges forming at the top of clouds. Additionally, objects on the ground, like steeples, trees and the earth itself, will often become positively charged during a storm. In nature, when there is a negative charge and a positive charge, the charges are attracted to each other and will naturally seek to neutralize each other. Throughout a storm, lightning will pass between lots of points, neutralizing the unbalanced charges, and the strikes will often be within the clouds themselves or with other surrounding objects. Roughly a quarter of lightning strikes the ground. To begin a cloud to ground lightning strike, the most common type of lightning, the negative charges will travel from the base of the cloud downwards through the air via a series of steps called a stepped ladder. Racing downward from the bottom of a storm cloud towards the earth. We don't see any of this at this point. When the lowermost step comes within roughly 150 to 300 feet of a positively charged object, it is met by a climbing surge of positive electricity called a streamer, which can rise from a building, a tree, or a person. As a person, you would feel this as a tingling, and your hair may stand on end, mere milliseconds, before you were struck by lightning. When the downward negative stream and the upward positive streamer connect, an electrical current flows as the negative charges fly down the channel towards Earth and a visible flash of lightning can be seen. 
This will also illuminate any side-stepped ladders which never made the ground, which is often how you can see the forks in the sky. Confusingly, the flash of lightning is actually travelling upwards during a cloud-to-ground lightning. It's called cloud-to-ground because the lightning is initially caused by the negative charge coming from the clouds. But yeah, the flash actually goes from ground to the clouds. The strike happens so fast that we don't see the direction of travel, the strike usually lasting between 1 to 2 microseconds. While the light intensity can make the lightning strike appear as thick bolts across the sky, the actual width of a lightning bolt is only about 2 to 3 centimeters, which is about the width of your thumb. I find it incredible that so much energy can travel as at such intense temperatures down such a small channel. I can understand why people can be afraid of lightning, and the fear of lightning and thunder is called astrophobia. I, however, love thunderstorms and find them so cool. The study of lightning is called fulminology, and it turns out that there are lots of different types of lightning strike. It is possible for the visible lightning strike to travel downward as you'd intuitively think. This happens during the less common ground-to-cloud lightning strikes, again named because the initial charge travels from the ground upwards even if the strike ends up going the other way. You can actually tell if it's this type of lightning fairly easily because the lightning will appear upside down with the forks pointing upward. This type of lightning is much more common with very tall towers or skyscrapers. The lightning will appear to originate from the top of the tower and fork upwards in many directions. Though as I say, the visible strike is actually travelling downwards in this case. It is also possible for lightning to originate from the positive top part of the cloud rather than the bottom. This is known as positive lightning. Positive lightning is certainly less common, but most positive cloud-to-ground lightning strikes can be identified visually fairly easily and in photographs by their distinctive lack of branching. Instead, the strike will usually consist of only one return flash, which is typically very bright and intense relative to the other lightning strikes. Thunder from positive lightning is typically very loud, sounding like a series of deep, low-frequency sonic booms. Regardless of the type of lightning, it will normally be attracted to the shortest possible route to the ground, so this is often something tall, like a tree, 
or building. A lightning strike will normally kill a tree, sadly. This is because the strike will travel through the tree below the bark in the tree's layers which carry sap and water. The lightning's immense heat causes the water and sap to instantly vaporize and expand, blasting the bark off of the tree. This is why you will often see a lightning struck tree be devoid of a lot of its bark. Indeed, lightning is very hot, roughly 20,000 degrees centigrade and it can reach temperatures upwards of 30,000 degrees. This is hotter than the surface of the sun, which is about 6,000 degrees. Though, it's worth recognising the surface of the sun is the sun's coolest layer. Dive down to its core, and you'd encounter plasma temperatures of around 50 million degrees. Things also heat up just above the sun's surface as its atmosphere exceeds temperatures of 500,000 degrees. So, lightning is hot, hotter than the surface of the sun, but pretty much everywhere else in the sun is still hotter than lightning. Also, the energy contained within lightning has ultimately come from the sun, heating our atmosphere and causing all of our weather phenomena. The most lightning struck location in the world is Lake Maracaibo in Venezuela. Massive thunderstorms occur on 140 to 160 nights per year, so roughly one every two days. So much lightning! I'd really love to see that actually. Another cool lightning phenomena is when lightning strikes sandy soil. It fuses together the grains to create a small glass-like tube known as a fulgurite. These are not only prized by collectors, they also offer a lot of great scientific value in demonstrating the past occurrences of lightning storms. Helicopters are perhaps the most unusual triggers for lightning. While flying, a helicopter requires a negative charge, so if it flies close to an area that is positively charged, it can trigger a lightning strike. For a rough guide of how far away lightning is, during your next storm, count the number of seconds between the flash of lightning and the boom of thunder that follows. Divide this number by 3 for how far away the strike was in kilometers. Woo, I do love <laughs> storms and lightning, it's so awesome. I, for one, can't wait to see my next one. Enjoyed that one today. 
I didn't know a lot of that stuff about lightning. Travelling upwards and positive lightning before I started writing the episode. It's all really cool. Today's music is called Distant Thunder Relaxation, Meditation and Mindfulness and is by Nature's Eye from Pixabay. For the full attribution and the URL to Pixabay, please see the description below. I have used the music using a Creative Commons license. Thank you for listening everyone. Bye bye.